Welcome back, one and all, to the Our Outdoors portion of your weekend. I am your host, Nick Simonson, outdoors writer with my materials online at NewsDakota.com and DakotaEdge.com. Great to be with you here as fishing continues to fire up across the map here in North Dakota. Walleyes coming off the spawn. You're finding those eaters that are nice and hungry, you know, 14 to 18-inch walleyes, perfect for the pan. Get out there and target them. Jigs and minnows, work those uh, break areas that they're coming out of the spawning area, and you're going to find a lot of success as they fire up and feed. Pike are very, very active as well and you're going to start seeing those stock trout hit a lot of those lakes and ponds giving you and the kids a chance to get out and catch a very unique fish throughout the state of North Dakota with the stocking efforts that are going there. Additionally we have a few days left in the wild turkey season here this spring so get your Jake decoy out there get your hen decoy out there and start clucking as old Tom gets desperate to find a mate you'll be able to get the drop on him and have a very successful hunt and punch that tag here in spring of 2021 for your wild turkey. So those seasons are firing up a lot of excitement. Some excitement indoors and online at gf.nd.gov. Of course, the North Dakota Game and Fish Department has announced the opening of the Firearms Deer Lottery for November of 2021. So you have until June 2nd to get your applications in at gf.nd.gov on the Buy and Apply tab. You can apply for your firearms tag and for your muzzleloader tag. And this year, tags have increased by 3,150, showing a stable to slightly increased population of deer on the landscape here in the Peace Garden State, giving you more opportunities to explore and a better chance of getting a tag for the upcoming firearms season. So a lot of excitement, whether you're out there in real life or you're logging on to get those applications in. So much to do here in early May. I hope you have a chance to get out there and enjoy all of it. And as these seasons kick off, another one comes to an end. Last week, the legislative session in Bismarck closed out. And for that, we have a complete recap with John Bradley, the executive director of North Dakota Wildlife Federation, giving us all the information we need to know for changes in hunting and fishing laws right after this quick break. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Hey, a lot of sportsmen are breathing a sigh of relief coming out of the 2021 legislative session out there in Bismarck. And our man on the ground was John Bradley throughout the entire session. I'm sure he's breathing easier as well. John is executive director of the North Dakota Wildlife Federation and has firsthand knowledge of all the ins and outs and goings on we saw this spring. John, welcome to the show. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for having me. And you're absolutely right. It's always a sigh of relief once the session finally ends. Great to be here and great session for sportsmen. Yeah, absolutely. It was. And the big bill, of course, was Senate Bill 2144. Talk about that modification to the no trespass battles that sportsmen have been fighting for the last two decades. And then talk about the related bills, 2036 and 37, which didn't pass, and how this all shakes out. So Senate Bill 2144, for folks who didn't know, dealt with the criminal trespass and electronic posting. And this bill really stemmed from the, the access study that was passed in 2019. So legislators, landowners, sportsmen, they all sat down during the interim uh, where there was less pressure, you know, no end of session deadline, and where we were able to work on a solution to, you know, stop the no trespass wars that we've been fighting for, for 20 years or so. And so what they came up with was some added property right protection for fenced land. And that was really the landowners who were worried about protests, four-wheelers and trucks doing, you know, donuts and tearing up pasture land. And then the other thing they, they wanted was the ability to, to post land in an easier manner. And so they got that with the electronic posting. The good news is those landowners who, who still don't want to post, they don't have to do anything. That land can still be available and open to, to sportsmen. And so hunters and anglers got that. They also have an exemption on the fenced land being closed. As long as it's not electronically posted, they can still access that if they have a valid hunting or fishing license. 
Sure. And this seems a lot like put your money where your mouth is. Landowners were saying, oh, 2315 in 2019, this is not an anti-hunting bill when really it was. And sportsmen were saying, hey, hunters aren't the ones causing the problems. Was this the way for both parties to prove that? I, I think it really is. You know, we've always heard the argument about the, the time and expense. Uh, that this isn't a, a hunting issue, it's a private property issue for landowners. So this gives them to, to post their land faster than they could, you know, find their staple gun. Hunters have always, you know, on the flip side, said that they want a, a better way to contact and ask permission of landowners. So this system will help that as well. You bet. We're talking with John Bradley. He's the executive director of the North Dakota Wildlife Federation. John, there were another, a number of other bills out there as well. Uh, other than 2144, uh, what were some bills that North Dakota Wildlife Federation spoke up for and against, and what passed that you wanted to see pass? Yeah, there were a few smaller bills, but that will have a, a positive impact for sportsmen in the long run. I'll give you know a quick example. House Bill 1218 was the, the plots bill. It would allow non-resident landowners who enrolled in plots to hunt their own land during that first week of the season. And that doesn't seem like much, but that will really increase the number of plots tracks in the state for all of us to access. Game and Fish, that was the number one concern from non-resident landowners of enrolling their land in plots, is they still wanted to be able to go and, and hunt pheasants that first week. So we should see more acres joining the plots with that bill being passed. The, the other big one, I would say, would be House Bill 1162 which would allow raffles to be conducted online. Obviously, during the pandemic, a lot of sportsmen groups weren't able to host their in-person banquets. But this bill would still allow for that charitable fundraising through raffles to, to take place online and really you know, raise some money for, for our mission and for, for other hunting and, and wildlife organizations across the state. You bet. And there were a lot of negative bills out there, as you've previously referenced. What are some of the bills that North Dakota Wildlife Federation opposed and was able to get killed this session? You know, one of the biggest ones was the attack on the Outdoor Heritage Fund. NDWF worked hard with our partners to kill that one. And you wouldn't think it was as big of a fight if you just look at the end vote on House Bill 1215. It got, you know, zero yes votes on the Senate side, to, so it died. But a lot of hard work went into defeating that bill. And that bill looked to just raid money in the Outdoor Heritage Fund for special interest group projects. Obviously, the Outdoor Heritage Fund is a, a major source for wildlife habitat and for sportsman access in the state. So defeating that bill was a major win. That took a lot of work behind the scenes to get done. We're talking with John Bradley. He's the executive director for the North Dakota Wildlife Federation. John, like asking any pundit after the Super Bowl who's going to win next year's event, what do you see in 2023 for the legislative session, and are you seeing any positioning already? Well, I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan, so it's a pretty easy <laughs> Not them, uh, 2021 football season. But, you know, as soon as the session ends, we start preparing for, for 2023. The, the positive is there will be another access committee in the interim, and we're going to really work hard to look at other access issues besides the e-posting that are facing the hunting and angling communities in the state. I think that will be a great avenue to really increase sportsmen and women's access, get more land enrolled in plot, and really address some, some other things that, that might not be high on the list of, you know, legislators, but are definitely an interest to sportsmen. So, As we wrap things up here with John Bradley, Executive Director of North Dakota Wildlife Federation. John, now that the session's behind us, what's on the agenda for the Federation, you know, in the near term and over the next 20 months, uh, you know, since you're not going to be grinding it out at the Capitol as much? 
Well, the first thing is I've got to fill a turkey tag. Hopefully after that, uh, I'll be hitting the road and really working to, to educate and bring more sportsmen and wildlife clubs into the fold and get them engaged with just the legislative process. Looking ahead to 2023, we have the opportunity to make some really big proactive changes uh, that will benefit hunters and anglers in the state. And I'm really looking forward to that process and working with those sportsmen groups across the state. Absolutely. We appreciate your work on the ground throughout the session and wish you the best of luck with that turkey tag. And, of course, thank you so much for sharing your insight on the show today. Not a problem. Always happy to be here, Nick. So some great information there from John of the upcoming changes of those bills that did take effect. You want to be aware of how they all impact your hunting and fishing out there on the landscape in North Dakota. And be aware of that electronic posting bill that's going to come into effect as law at the end of summer as you prepare for your hunting adventures in the fall. It's important to familiarize yourself with the technology. Many of us are familiar with that plots page that we look at with all the colored squares on it or when you go online and you check out the ArcGIS or the other software programs that show that on Game and Fish's page. Note now that there will be posted lands in that digital or print page so you'll be aware as to where those boundaries are even if there aren't posted signs up. So keep that in the back of your mind as we approach those hunting seasons and check in at NorthDakotaWildlife.org. If you check in there, John has online all of the bills that were passed how the Federation stood on them and what ended up happening to them, whether they passed or failed. So you can look those over and soon to come, uh, there will be a listing of all of our legislators throughout the state of North Dakota so you know exactly where they stand when it comes to hunters, anglers, and conservation throughout the state. So you can make those judgment calls at the ballot box in November of every election year. So a lot of resources coming forward out of this legislative session that you need to be aware of as a responsible hunter and angler. When we start making mistakes, when we don't understand these new laws, that creates conflict and that creates a point where people can oppose hunting, fishing, and conservation in North Dakota. So be mindful of that, be a responsible hunter, and be safe while you're out there in the field when it comes to the new regulations that are in play. So get yourself ready for that, apply for those deer tags online, and get excited for a great summer of fishing and an awesome autumn to come in our outdoors.